Hello, 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 and welcome to the Greater Is In Me podcast, where each episode is intended to inform, inspire, and influence listeners to fulfill the greatness that exists within. I am your host, P. Sloan Joseph. Thank you for tuning in today. So before I start my main topic each week, I always do a love and appreciation segment. So this week's appreciation is for social media. I am currently on Facebook, um, Instagram, and Twitter. I use it to connect with friends and family that I don't see very often. Um, It also allows me to keep up with the great things that my former students are doing. I am in year 16 of being an educator, so I have lots of former students that I get a chance to keep up with, and I love seeing what they're doing. And I also use it to network with other educators from around the world. Now, I do want to say that I what I don't like about social media. There's a lot that I don't like about social, social media, and it will take up way too much time, but I'm just going to talk about this one thing. Facebook. Stop putting that yellow dot at the bottom of my screen when I'm watching videos. I don't want to watch that 30-second ad. I'm not going to buy that. Stop doing that. I've been through enough today. I've been, you know, I've done enough. Let me watch my videos in peace. Please and thank you. This week's quote is actually a song lyric from the song Lean On Me. And it says, lean on me when you're not strong. I'll be your friend. I'll help you carry on. So there's a movie that's entitled Lean On Me. And it came out in 1989. And it stars Morgan Freeman. And it's about Eastside High, which is located in New Jersey, which is a very poor school that's filled with drugs and violence and really low test scores. And then Morgan Freeman's character, who is Principal Joe Clark, He's this really smart, confident, like no-nonsense type of guy. And he really cares about the kids and wants to make, make the school better. And he comes in and he does all this radical stuff. And of course, whenever you're doing something radical, it makes people upset. And most of you know how it ends. If not, if you've not watched this movie, please put it on your list of things to watch this summer. The students and the parents in the movie, you know, are able to lean on Principal Joe Clark because of his strength and his dedication to doing what is best for kids, which often causes, you know, adults to have to make sacrifices and sacrifices cause people to be uncomfortable. But those sacrifices and that level of uncomfortability, that's necessary for growth. So for two years, I've been struggling with just some minor health issues. It all started because I ate from a food truck back in the summer of 2017. I had a steak taco and it was delicious, but it was deadly. I got extremely sick and my husband, Mark, he says it really wasn't beef. He thinks that it was like cloned meat or something like that. He is like insane. I still don't believe that, but he was just like that. It can't be real meat because you've never had this reaction to beef before. And I really felt like like I was knocking on death's door. Like it was reflux and heartburn and this abdominal pain that just would not go away. And I felt so sick that I have not eaten beef since that day. Like even when I think about going to get a good burger from Five Guys or Bad Daddies or my husband, he still eats steak and we go out to, you know, dinner or something. I crave that steak, but then I start to think about how sick I was and I'm like, that's, that's okay. Cause I just cannot go back to that feeling. 
So that started in the summer of 2017. And so I kind of had some doctor's appointments. Well, no, I finally decided to, to really like figure out what was going on at the end of 2017. And then that ended up being that all of 2018, I had appointment after appointment after appointment and just, you know, having to pay so much money to go to the doctor and buy prescriptions and all of this. And in the end, there's an enzyme in beef that does, that my body just doesn't like. Um, but in the midst of 2018, they also were saying, you know, you need to lose 10 pounds. You need to drink more water. You need to exercise more and you need to consume less sugar. So in the spring of 2018, I decided that I was going to try the keto diet and keto doesn't let you eat carbs. So let me explain this to y'all. Um, carbs are like your favorite cousin. That's how it is to me. It's like your favorite cousin, that cousin you grew up with really close. You love that cousin so much and you're sad when that cousin doesn't come around. And maybe that's not the relationship you have with carbs, okay? So let me put it this way. Um, We all have like a high school or a college girlfriend or boyfriend. And you know, that person that was good to you, but they weren't good for you. You know, carbs, they look good and they taste good, but they're not what you need. It's what you want, but they're not what you need. And right now, when I talked about that high school, college, or uh, girlfriend or boyfriend, some of you, like somebody popped up in your head, just like the carbs. Let it go. Shake it off. You have been loose from that affliction. And the truth is, carbs, like the old boyfriend, girlfriend, it's like an affliction. It's painful. It's not good for you. It's like an addiction. It's It's hard to shake. It's hard to get off. So anyway, the basis of me telling you all of that is keto was a bust. I was not successful on keto at all. I, it was just too restrictive. So we fast forward, we're still, I'm still having not intestinal issues or anything like that, but I went to my annual appointment and this was in April. This was a couple weeks ago and I'd been breaking out with adult acne, just really super tired. And this is what they said to me. You now need to drop 20 pounds. So they told me last year I need to drop 10. I didn't drop those 10. What I did is I picked up 10 more because I'm committed to this thing, right? So now it's 20 pounds that I have to lose. Um, because of the acne and everything and the fatigue, they felt like the, the caffeine was causing dehydration. They did some tests and it's de- I'm dehydrated. So they were like, let's try no caffeine for a while. Increase your water intake. And they gave me a specific number this time, 60 ounces a day. And um, I don't know about y'all, but I'm an educator and 60 ounces a day, like I'm ripping and running. I'm not in the classroom anymore. I'm, I'm what is considered instructional support, but I'm still like running around the school, helping a lot of teachers, the administrators, the administrators, the, um, the teachers, the students. I'm like the hostess with the mostest. I'm just helping out wherever I can. And the truth be told, there was a salamander in the women's bathroom like a week and a half ago. And so I'm not using that bathroom anymore because what I'm not trying to do is be in a stall 
and then a salamander comes out. Like that's not gonna go well for me or the salamander. So I like it's a lot going on. But anyway, let's get back to what I was talking about. So I'm gonna increase the water. That's what they're saying. More veggies, more movement, less sugar. Same thing they told me the year before. But now it's 20 pounds. And they're all like, and then you you'll drop 20 pounds in, in no time. Do you think you can do that? Not this week. Because at the time, it was spring break. And I was like, we're getting ready to go. Like, we're entering May Madness. And for those of you that haven't listened to my past episodes, May Madness is state testing, awards day, field day, fun day. And I'm an instructional technologist. So now I'm in charge of collecting Chromebooks and chargers for almost a, from almost 1,000 middle school children. Y'all. The middle school children, they can't remember to use deodorant. They can't remember to brush their teeth. They can't remember not to run in the hallway. So do we really think that they're going to bring their charger and their Chromebook on the right day to turn it in? No, no, they are not. So this is just not the best time for no caffeine, no fries, no bread. But something clicked inside of me this last time. I think it was because I'd gone from 10 pounds that I needed to lose to 20 pounds. And there was this fear that came up. Like if you don't do something different, nothing different is going to happen. It's just going to get worse. And so, excuse me, I started to, I just decided, okay, let me do something. Let me do it small. So week one, I gave up caffeine. So I'm now 20 days caffeine free. And yes, I sound like a recovering addict who is counting down the days of sobriety, but I don't need you to judge me. Be supportive. That's what I need you to do. Um, Then week two, I've gotten myself, I started off with 40 ounces week two, and then now I'm up to 60 ounces a day on a consistent basis. So I tackled the first two, and then I was like, okay, now week three is coming. You've got to buckle down and get serious because my next appointment is in in like mid-June. So week three... I knew I had to do something and what I had tried before was not structured enough to keep me on track. And I'm okay with admitting that in order for me to reach this goal, that I cannot do it by myself. Like I need some additional support. So I spent $20 for the Weight Watchers digital app. So I'm not going to the meetings or anything. And I really like it. I put in my, my height, my current weight, my weight goal and all of that. And it gives me a lot of points each day. And then it, you know, I can put in restaurants or I can scan codes in, in the grocery store and it tells me how many points it is. And it's actually been easier than I thought. Like I haven't gone over my points or anything like that. And I feel really good because I've accomplished several goals in three weeks. No caffeine, increased water, really watching what I'm eating. And I say all this to say, like, you have to be real with yourself when you're trying to achieve your goals. And that may mean that in order for you to achieve that goal, you're not going to be able to do it on your own. You're going to need something or someone to lean on. You're going to need something or someone to be your Joe Clark. Sometimes, you know, that person is just there to check in on you and ask you, you know, how are you doing with that particular goal? Sometimes it's just a little bit of encouragement. Like you can do this. You're ready for this. See it, believe it, receive it. And at other times that person is just there. Your Joe Clark is just there just to listen. And so maybe you have a goal that you are really struggling with reaching and you know it's what's best for you, but you just are in a, you're just stuck. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable and like 
find something or someone to lean on. And that doesn't mean that you're weak. It, what it actually means is that you are like seriously committed to doing whatever it takes for you to be successful. So this week, my Joe Clark has been the Weight Watchers app and my friend, my coworker, and Kelsey Zebra had to give her a shout out. Shout out. Um, I'm leaning on the app and Ann to help me stay on track. So the app tracks my food and I also have it like um, synced to my Fitbit. So it's tracking my movement. And Ann, she asks me every day, like, are you, you know, are you staying in your blue zone? And she's been giving me like suggestions on what to eat. And th- did y'all know, let me tell you what Ann did for me this week. Ann let me know this little nugget that I put in my bucket. The grilled nuggets at Chick-fil-A are zero points. Come through Weight Watchers. Come on through, Weight Watchers. Like, oh, that thing really just got down in my spirit when I figured that out and blessed me that day. And yes, I did go get me some grilled nuggets that day because I thought I was going to have to put like Chick-fil-A to the back burner. And y'all know I like love me some Chick-fil-A. But keeping it real, you're going to have to be really, you know, really selective about who and what you lean on. Because whatever or whoever you choose, they have to be strong enough to support you through the process. If, if you're going to lean on somebody, they can't be weak. They've got to hold you up. So you got to be really careful. So like when you're picking a spouse or your partner, you got to pick someone that you can lean on. You need someone that's going to be present. They don't need to be somebody that's absent. And they don't need to be the kind of person that, that as soon as there's the first sign of struggle, they buckle. Nope, I can't lean on you. I need somebody that I can depend on. If you're a parent, you know, you need to lean on your family and your, you know, other parents that can give you advice and ideas. And if you don't have any friends who are educators, you are missing out. Uh, We are able to tell you so much about what your kids need at home to support what's going on at school. So get you some educator friends. You got to do that. At work, pick someone you can really lean on. Like, again, you don't need someone who's absent. How can you help me deal with work if you're never at work? Like, that doesn't work. Mm-mm, no. So you got to pick people that are willing to congratulate you when you're right and correct you when you're wrong. That's that strength that you need to lean on. And as educators, I always try to be specific in this podcast with educators. We can't do this alone. We are expected to do too much. And there are too many students and too many parents that we are, you know, servicing every day. You can't do it on your own. There's so much content to cover and not enough time. Take it from me. Find you a good group of people that you can lean on. And sometimes those people are in your building. Because I have some people in my building that I can lean on. But then I have my Ed Camp Greenville crew that I lean on outside of the building and just give me a different perspective about what's going on. So find you a good group of people that you can lean on. So whether you're a parent, a spouse, or an educator, who are, your, who are the Joe Clarks in your life? Who can you lean on when you're being challenged? Who can you lean on when you're running on E? Now, let's dig a little deeper. Are you able to be Joe Clark for others? If not, why? Why are you not able to be there for the same people that are there for you? Because it's not fair for you to lean on others, but you're not, you're just leaving them out there. And when they need someone to lean on, like they got to go somewhere else. It has to go, it has to go both ways. If not, then the people that you keep leaning on, you're going to lean on them so much. It's going to be too much. And over time, you're wearing them down and they end up breaking and they can't help you. They can't help themselves. They can't help anybody else because they have been broken by you always leaning on them. This week, let's reach out to the Joe Clarks in our lives. Let's send a card, you know, 
send a text message, send an email, let them know how much you appreciate you know, their part in helping you reach your goal, that you wouldn't be where you are without the Joe Clarks in your life. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Follow me on Twitter at PSJoseph718 and on Instagram at greaterisinme underscore. Until next Saturday, show yourself some love and remember to take time each day to reflect and reaffirm yourself by saying greater is in me.